When I was a teenager, I would attempt to stay up late to watch a talk show called Arsenio Hall. At the beginning of the shows, he would do short little segments just to make people laugh. One of the most memorable segments to me happened on Monday nights. On Monday nights, he would do a segment called Things That Make You Go, Hmm. In these segments, he would tell the audience about things he had heard or seen over the weekend that were not easily explainable, things that defied logic or just some things that made you think. Things that make you go, hmm. Those things that occur that causes us to shake our head in amazement or disbelief or to mutter to ourselves, did he really just say that? Or am I missing something? Things that make you go, hmm. Things that if you didn't see it with your own eyes, you wouldn't believe it. After expressing the thought, he would say, these aren't jokes. These are just thoughts, things that make you go, hmm. For example, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the anti-Nazi Lutheran martyr, in 1944 during World War II, wrote to a friend from his Berlin prison cell, stating, we are proceeding towards a time of no religion at all. This isn't a joke. These were his thoughts. This is something that makes you say, hmm. Soren Kierkegaard wrote, we are quickly approaching a time when Christianity is done away with, a day when Christianity and the world become friends. This isn't a joke. This is not something I made up. These were their thoughts. But there are also some things that make you say, hmm. Or how about this statistic from the Gallup poll? In March 2021, Gallup released the results of their yearly poll on the state of religion in America. This poll showed that Americans who consider themselves members of religious institutions has dropped below 50% for the first time since they started conducting the research in 1937. These are not numbers I made up. These are statistics, real numbers, but also things that make you say, hmm, was Bonhoeffer correct? Was Kierkegaard correct? Are we becoming a country of no religion? Are Christians the cause of the decline in religion? Are you the reason people no longer see God as an important part of their life? These are just questions, just thoughts, things that make you go, Hmm. Hello, and welcome to the Read Together podcast. I'm Reverend R. Seth Shamry, pastor of St. Paul and Hargrove Memorial United Methodist Churches, located in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. 
During our time today, I would like to explore the scripture found in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 through 52, and put them into conversation with the current state of America, a country that is becoming one of no religion, a people who no longer deem God as important to their life. Hear the word of God recorded in the Gospel of Mark, Chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. I will be reading from the Common English Bible. And it reads, Jesus and his followers came into Jericho. As Jesus was leaving Jericho, together with his disciples and a sizable crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, Timaeus' son, was sitting beside the road. When he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was there, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, show me mercy. Many scolded him, telling him to be quiet. But he shouted even louder, son of David, show me mercy. Jesus stopped and said, call him forward. They called the blind man, be encouraged, get up, they said. He, calling him. Throwing his coat to the side, he jumped up and came to Jesus. Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, teacher, I want to see. Jesus said, go, your faith has healed you. At once, Bartimaeus was able to see, and he began to follow Jesus on the way. In our text today, we find Jesus leaving Jericho with a large crowd around him as they were walking by a blind man who was sitting by the roadside begging, calls out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. When most people read this text, they only see a blind man a person not in the mainstream of society who is unable to produce any good works and a man that is in need of help. People never question why this man calls out to Jesus. They just assume that blindness correlates to unhappiness and insufficiency. They assume that blindness correlates to a desperate need of healing. This is how we see people. These are our thoughts, but they are also things that make you go, hmm, hmm, why is it we very seldom view Bonimaeus from a different perspective? It is very seldom that we view him as a person of strength. We see his determinations and patience. People for some reason are unable to see a human being, an adult, someone who has beat the odds by surviving in an agricultural society without one of the key functionalities required to sustain them. They fail to see a man that has improvised and figured out a way to obtain the necessities of life. He did not wait for people to bring him anything Bartimaeus got up, went to the people, 
went to where they would be, he was outside of the gates of the city in a place where he knew people would have something to share. Bartimaeus was a survivor, a person who improvised, a person who was able to obtain the necessities of life and probably even some of his wants. But why is it that we don't see this? These are just a thought, something that makes you go, hmm. Barnabas was like most people in America today. He had accepted the reality that there is no perfect circumstance and learned to cope, improvise, and overcome his issues to survive. Most people in America have what they need and they can logically explain why they have what they have without giving credit to God. This is just a thought, something that makes you go, hmm. But this is also post-Christendom world, the world in which we now reside, a world where people no longer need God. This is our reality, but also something that makes you say, hmm. Earlier, I spoke about how people view Barnabas from one perspective as a person needing a healing. What I've came to realize in my many years is that we so often read this text. We come to this text with a miracle mindset. We focus on the healing and overlook what precedes the healing. When we come to this text with a miracle mind state, we ignore what led to Bartimaeus being in the presence of Jesus Christ. You see, unlike many Americans, Bartimaeus had the necessities of life. He could logically explain his life circumstances, but he still had a desire for Jesus. Bartimaeus shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He desired Jesus so much so that when the crowd told him to be quiet, he yelled even louder, son of David, show me mercy. It was not the name, but the significance of the name. It was what the name embodied that was important. It was his knowledge of what Jesus had done that made him cry out, Jesus, son of David. He was crying out not to any individual, but Barnabas was crying out to the Messiah that had been spoken of by the prophets. He was crying out not because what he had seen or because he had tangible, irrefutable evidence about this man. Barnabas was crying out due to what he had heard. It is my belief that prior to this meeting with Jesus, Bartimaeus had heard that at Jesus' baptism, the clouds opened up and God declared, this is my beloved son. Bartimaeus had heard that Jesus removed the evil spirit from the man in the temple at Capernaum. 
that he healed Simon Peter's mother-in-law and removed leprosy from a man, that he had gave the paralytic the ability to walk and took the demons from a man named Legion and sent them into a herd of pigs. It is my belief that before meeting Jesus on this road, to Jericho that he had heard that Jesus fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. He had heard how Jesus calmed the storm and walked on water, healed the Syrophoenician's daughter, the epileptic boy, and the blind man at Bethesda. Bartimaeus had heard the good news, knew who Jesus of Nazareth was, what he could do, and why he was even on earth. In those times, blindness was seen as a result of a person's or their parents' sinfulness and regarded as a condition incurable by doctors. That blindness could only be healed by divine power. The restoration of Bartimaeus' sight was not just a physical healing, but it was a symbol of divine forgiveness and wholeness. And after receiving his sight, the text says Bartimaeus didn't leave and to go make a better life for himself or enjoy the things he had only heard about. The text says he began to follow Jesus on the way. Bartimaeus desired Jesus, desired God because of what he had heard. What has the world heard about Jesus from you? Bartimaeus desired Jesus not because he wanted a better material life, but because he wanted to be forgiven and made whole. What have you told people that is possible from them being in a relationship with Jesus Christ? Have you told them about the new life that is available to them? What would America be like if everyone that claimed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior would tell somebody about Jesus? This is just a question, just a thought, something to make you go, hmm. People need to hear about Jesus. Will you declare today that you will share the gospel? Let the world know about Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Lord, the world may look like it's becoming a non-religious environment. It may look like people no longer desire you, but the truth is that the world cannot desire you because they have not heard about you. We, your children, have failed to tell them about you and what you offer to all those who confess their sins, repent, Follow your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, ignite a passion in the hearts of those who still cling to you. Remove the emotion of despair. Remove the chain of fear that captures us and bogs us down and fill us with your love for others. The courage to speak and the words to say. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for joining us today for the Read Together broadcast. I pray that today's message has touched your heart and encouraged you to go out and let the world know about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.